0: Hey, thanks for checking out our show. If you like what you hear, we have tons of additional content at patreon.com slash the media lunch break.
1: How are you? I'm good. How are you? Great. Really? No. (laughs) Okay. I was like, that doesn't track. That
0: feels weird. It's hot again. Uh Uh-huh. Which means I'm hot again and not in like a hot girl summer way. Are you sure? Yes. Because you're looking mighty
1: fine. No, I'm not. Oh, no. No, sorry. Yes, you're right. I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. Can we get the intimacy coordinator in <laughs> second, please? Thank you. What's that
0: guy's name? Frank Frank Langella.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Was he? I I was trying. It's funny. I don't know why. Just the other day, I was thinking, like, who was that guy that said they're bullshit? There were a couple of them. though.
0: Yeah. Well, his was less about that and more about like all he had to do was apologize to his co-star. He right, all he had to do was right, be like, "Hey, right, I'm sorry. Right. I didn't realize." And instead, he was like. What I'm not—I need to be able to improvise a a love-making scene with my co-star. Like, I mean, I get that. I have—I feel that way about this show. Right. Yes. You know, we don't need an intimacy coordinator. You and I, because we are real actors, and we just go for it.
1: Oh, do we ever? (laughs) We go, we go, real hard at each other. All the way. All the way. Who was? There was another one who was just like intimacy coordinators those are bullshit i forget who it was it's probably it was the same other, guy <laughs> it was probably frankly <laughs> so it was yeah. some other guy who looks
0: exactly like that old white man it was man.
1: someone it was someone around that age group it was someone of that generation of actor and i can't remember who it was when bill murray yeah. even
0: got it i it, that's the litmus test right Is like at some point <laughs> if, if what does bill murray say about this well what i mean is if even Bill Murray, famously one of the nicest guys on the planet, who tries really hard to make people comfortable, if he even right. even he falls, that doesn't excuse all of them. But it is a sign that like we got to figure something out immediately.
1: Immediately, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs>
0: It'd be yeah. like if Tom Hanks got caught, yeah, you'd be like, okay, it's not a problem with Tom Hanks.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not Tom Hanks' fault. All right, it's everyone else. Yeah, including you. That's the litmus test, really. It's, it's, if Tom Hanks errs, it's not Tom Hanks' fault. It's the rest of the world. It's America's fault. The rest <laughs> of the world must change around the whims of Tom Hanks, okay? I mean, I already do. I don't take, make a move without knowing what, what is happening. There? Are you being abducted by aliens? No, what I'm doing my one? lighting.
0: <laughs> I'm trying okay. to make it match. I have two different okay. light sources, and I'm trying to make sure they both match evenly on my face because it's very important. For a audio based podcast. Yes, it is.
1: How's everything else
0: going? Good, good. Getting yeah. ready for unrehearsed Ooh. in Central Park. Come up, mm-hmm. say hi. It'll be uh, two different Saturdays, free. It's what uh, are these Saturdays? It's the August twenty sixth and September second. We're go. doing a Midsummer Night's Dream. The mm-hmm. way this works is uh, the actors get a copy of the script and are told who they're playing. There's no rehearsals, no directors, and you don't know who else is involved. You just memorize your lines and you show up and you hope you remember everything. And there are there's like people keeping score and whoever does the best wins. And you can vote and put place bets on who you think will do the worst. It's uh, it's a good time. It's great Wait. if you want to see people just like fall flat on their face, which I do.
1: So theater was meant to be.
0: Yeah, and I'll be there both weekends. The first weekend as a ref, and the second weekend I'll be competing as nick bottom because and this is true i'm a bottom
1: (laughs) yes you are (laughs) how dare you you (laughs) i mean you want can we get the intimacy coordinator in here please i am the intimacy coordinator oh that explains a lot right there To the media lunch break bringing you all of your comic geek and movie news. All on the time it takes to eat a good sandwich and violate your co host. My name is Chris Trevo. Alongside me, as always, is my co host Andrew Dunn. Say hello, Andrew. Oh, uh, am
0: I allowed to say hi without an intimacy coordinator? Uh, you know what? Let's let's get a rolling on that. Here's the thing, a, Chris a, you in, can't get yes? you can't do anything. Without uh-huh. an intimacy coordinator these days, it's ridiculous. You can't you can't sexually assault somebody. You can't uh, grope somebody who doesn't want to be groped. Yeah. You can't. Yep. Uh, you can't. You can't do any horrible things. Sing it, sister. <laughs> I know you are a preaching to the
1: choir. You know
0: the people who say that are gotta be the the Venn diagram of yeah. people who argue that intimacy coordinators are dumb and unnecessary. And people who yeah. say, isn't it horrible, you can't be funny anymore, has got to be a fucking circle. Oh, it's
1: got, it's pretty much, yeah, it's just that one thing, yeah. <laughs> it's just one big purple circle, you know what I mean? I do. Yeah. Should we get into this, Andrew? Let's wait about okay. 15 seconds. Okay. For your notes to load?
0: No, the, okay. uh, I live one block away from a firehouse. <laughs>
1: Oh, okay, okay. Let's wait 15 seconds for the building to get finished burning.
0: <laughs> or let's hope that the building that's on fire is very far away.
1: Yeah, that's true, too. And not, as I'm going to assume, your house. You guys still, yeah, do you smell smoke? <laughs> is that- what is
0: that? Oh, they're waving to me. Oh, they're telling me to get out. <laughs> <Sorry>. Oh, no. <laughs> well, there's a ladder. Okay. <laughs> hey, buddy. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Let's, uh, let's get started. Chris. Yes? 40 years ago, Eastman and Laird had an idea. An idea to create one of the greatest franchises the world has ever seen. And so they did what every great creator would do. They picked four words from the dictionary at random. And now it's time to add two more because Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem is finally out in theaters. Chris, what did you think of this movie?
1: I really enjoyed this movie. I had a lot of fun with it. Uh, What did you think of this movie? Well, before we get into that, my first note
0: that I have written here is uh fuck ben shapiro which is evidently how i'm <laughs> gonna start every review because that's how i started why barbie not? as well yeah. and we'll get into why fuck ben I shapiro say,
1: does he have a problem
0: with this movie too? of course he fucking does me,
1: of course why did i even ask the
0: question <sighs> anyway yes i really liked it yeah it's I, very good is it is, it, is, really is not- it the best tmnt movie we've gotten
1: Bearing in mind that TMNT movies vary yeah. in quality by uh-huh. huge swings. Yes. Well, and
0: also like very subjective, right? There are people well, who will the, swear yeah. by the first live action and people yeah. who will say that was fucking trash.
1: Fucking trash. But, but here's the thing. And it's hard. It's hard to say because they also and this is one of the things that has kind of kept this franchise alive. They kind of always space this the, the resurgence out. Mm hmm. Almost generationally, like sure. they almost like perfectly time it. I mean, there's, there's always some sort of iteration for every generation, but it really, especially movie wise, you know, I think even though you're younger than me, you and I are probably, as far as this property is concerned, it's probably around the Jim Henson live action. Those are like our Teenage Yeah, yeah well, that and
0: the, the cartoon show, right?
1: Yeah, and the cartoon show, yeah. yeah. And then from there, there's like a huge gap, and then you get the Michael Bay movies. <laughs> and there's little bits in between, but for the most part, like movie-wise, it's really then the Michael Bay movies, and now it's this. Yeah. And so, like, it's kind of like, you know, us, then people with kids, you know, a little a couple years before us, that's the Michael Bay movies. And now this right here. So it does. It does. Again, everybody's going to kind of judge Turtles based on those. I think now three spots. Yeah. If it's not the best, I think it's damn near close. Do you have
0: any in mind that you think might be either like on par or better?
1: Uh, the fir- I mean, again, there is a special place for me. So, OK, that first live actual. So best animated. Best animated, yeah, I'm going to yeah. say best animated. But right my, there, I guess there's one called Rise of the... There is a cartoon show called Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles that had a movie that is supposed to be really outstanding. All right, so let's I see how specific we have yet. to...
0: Let's see how specific we have to get with this. Um, best animated feature film of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles.
1: <laughs> I think so. Okay. I,
0: I, I really think so, yeah. yeah. I agree. I think I might put it this as the best... Be TMNT yeah, movie ahead. I've seen
1: I think this might this might be the best TMNT movie I've seen as well like I said I have a special place for that first live action For sure, one. and
0: best doesn't necessarily mean your favorite right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. when people but, ask me what my favorite movie is and I say the Blues Brothers I don't think to myself god what a shame that's not in the Criterion collection or whatever Right? exactly <laughs> yeah and the same
1: for Ghostbusters I always tell people Ghostbusters yeah. is a perfect movie but not the greatest movie mm-hmm. you know and so i i think this is this is definitely up there i mean there's there's a lot to appreciate about this for one one of my favorite things it's like an hour and 40 minutes
0: yeah it's an easy know, quick shot it's
1: an easy quick breezy very simple plot it's and an it easy
0: breezy beautiful cover girl
1: cover girl yeah it really is it, it just like and especially nowadays when it feels like every superhero movie now feels the need to just give it two and a half hours of dripping pathos. Or to three, make man.
0: Pin- the Batman yeah. Endgame. Those were th- a yeah. uh, fucking. Um, this isn't a Sp- superhero movie, but Oppenheimer. I'm They're all three. three hours. Like um, Spider Verse was
1: was like two. Two and, and, a half. and yeah, two and a half. So was so Guardians Three. three. Yeah. and that's what I mean. Is is not every movie now needs to be that. Like, I'm not saying that those movies weren't great, despite or even because of their length. But length isn't everything. (laughs) Thank you, Chris. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) So but honestly, like, well, after we've seen all of
0: those movies, we have said of all of them. They don't need to be. This didn't need to be three hours.
1: Yes, it doesn't. It doesn't need to be this. And I like the fact that what causes it to be so short is they also don't feel that they need to make this a giant like, Greek tragedy right? where it drips with giant themes and this and that and everything. This is a very nice, simple Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles story. The theme of the movie is the theme of kind of every Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, which is wanting to be accepted. Which at first I was like, ah, oh, this theme again. And then I was like, really, what else would you do with a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles yeah. movie? There's not really another theme you can get with them. They're mutant turtles. They live in the sewers. They can't be seen by by people. That's pretty much it. So I love the idea that it was like, Matt, hour 40, you're going to watch them do their thing, and then you're out. You get That's about it.
0: three minutes of origin story. Great. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not, again, there's not like, this is a comment on society. No, it's just literally a comment on the TV show. Well, and it can be. Like, trust your audience to go
0: with you on the ride. Like, you don't need, unless it's fucking Inception or Interstellar or something, like, you don't need breathing room for people to think... Right. Like the Batman didn't need people, you know, didn't need like three minutes of empty air in the middle of the movie for people to be like, wait, so if he did this and he went over, we get it. We get you know, why he went where he went and why he did what he did. You can just yes, move he on. And yes, this you can just keep going. is this could have been a three hour movie with how yeah. many jokes, how many lines. But the lines are uh, I was going to say edited together in a way that is very dense and quick. Yeah. But it seems like based on the behind the scenes stuff I've seen, they didn't record them separately. They're all in the booth together. They're all the same So room. it's At just the- go, go, go. Yeah. They just hired four kids who work really well together and That's are true. very energetic. They're great. They're amazing. They're I mean, honestly, those- they're, uh, I you know, the all the marketing for this has been about how stacked the cast is. Those four are the best in this movie.
1: They really are. And that is a stacked cast. You've got uh, Paul Rudd. You've got Ice Cube. You've got Seth Rogen. You've got, um, I got to look up her name, who plays April O'Neil. She's in The Bear. I think she's nominated for an Emmy right now. She's fantastic in The Bear as well. And I didn't realize she was April O'Neil. But also
0: we've got Giancarlo Esposito, Jackie Chan, uh, Rose Byrne, um, just on and on and on. Maya Rudolph. Yeah, 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 yeah. john cena seth rogan
1: literally the whole movie to figure out that that was my rudolph yeah. <laughs>
0: oh yeah i didn't know actually um, until yeah after somebody t- i didn't even remember I, lo- I saw her name in the cast and i was like who was that character
1: oh, ed beery i'm gonna miss i'm missing oh, so may- no that's I it apologize. that's perfect
0: also what's her face you know what? from what we do in the shadows uh natasha Demetrio, i think is her yes name?
1: could be wrong giancarlo esposito i think you said that one yes yeah Post Malone is yep. in this? Mr. Beast. Hannibal Burris. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh,
0: what else? There was another one. As well. Oh, uh, uh, Kevin Eastman. I forget his first name, but one of the creators of TMNT is in it as well.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my gosh. There are more people in this. Yeah, you're right. This is hilarious. I mean, I, I literally am just, like, looking through the characters. Yeah, it's right incredible, okay. right? But, it's like, really those tried, four kind of kids
0: crazy. just... Yes outshine everyone in this and that's not to say that anyone else is bad by any means they're all knocking it out of the park but these kids are amazing
1: yeah Micah Abbey Shaman Brown Jr. Nicholas Cantu and Brady Noon are the four turtles they very
0: clearly went to find people who who were undiscovered because that's what they did
1: Yeah, and it's uh, yes and I know this I'm not the first person to say this it's refreshing that the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are in fact Teenagers.
0: My God, it really makes yeah. a difference, doesn't it?
1: It really does. It's it's really great. It's fantastic. Yeah, the, uh, we'll do non-spoilers for a little bit. But the plot is, I mean, just very, very simple and like uh, and easy. And there's not a lot of there's, again, really not a lot of extra stuff in there. I love that. Uh, this was one of my favorite things, by the way. Splinter in this. they So they, they kind of I mean, they kind of adhere to to the origin of t- I mean every Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle story retells the origin in a slightly different way yeah. which I kind of like about this property there's never like a definitive one there's way. no canon <laughs> no there's none that the uh, you the only thing you need is ooze and turtles and yeah. that's it that's really good <laughs> and a rat. where where the ooze comes from yeah. how they got into it yeah it's it's, it's always changes every single time uh, And so nothing ever adheres to the right thing which I kind of love it's just like whatever just do whatever you want but I love this take I love this take on Splinter me too actually I love that Splinter is just like a not great dad you know what I mean like he's really not and I'm not saying like he's an absentee he just like he was clearly like they portray him instead of being like the wise sensei and everything I love that he is just simply like just a Single guy yeah. who got stuck with four kids. Yeah. When he's and like anxious no, and he's like nevishy. He has no damn clue what to do with them. Yeah. And just is making this up as he goes. Yeah. So like, you get this feeling. Like, yeah, I'm just like, he's not even, again, like, and they kind of, through the last couple iterations, scale this back. And again, of him, rather than being like the wise, all knowing sensei who either like was a human that's, that was a ninja or a rat a pet rat of a ninja or something. He was literally just a rat and he just for was he, he got these turtles and he's like I don't know.
0: Yeah, I like it's it's sort of like three men and a baby but it's four just, turtles yes. and a rat. <laughs>
1: yes, that's the best comparison. Yes,
0: that's exactly what it is. And he's just showing them YouTube clips. Yeah.
1: So they're I think he's like, showing them
0: Jackie Chan movies which is hilarious.
1: Jackie Chan movies and like a bunch of bad YouTube clips yeah. and everything like there's no like, This is the defining text of Kung Fu. Well, in the movie, again, this isn't
0: quite a spoiler, but the movie kind of starts off. I was worried in the first five minutes. I got to see it twice, thankfully. So I was able to watch this part again. But I was worried because the very first set of dialogue is like Leonardo being like, all right, guys, we're here. We're on a mission. We have to retrieve. And then it's a joke. (laughs) So it was very comforting because I was worried it was going to be very different from what the advertising made it seem but then it immediately goes into it and it's great and fun and funny and witty and quick. And it's so much fun. It does
1: a really good job of also kind of like kicking out in that one joke specifically uh, of just kicking out like, yeah, all this stuff that you, if you're older and you grew up with the turtles and you've seen the other movies or read the comics or anything, we're kicking that up we're just chucking it away so just like yeah these are your these are and your bloody probably, your bloody Gen X turtles like grand pappy's <laughs> turtles right here yeah it's really it's it's really kind of great everything is just loose yeah and like you know fun and everything it does you can tell this is a seth uh, rogan Evan oh, gold oh for sure story it feels that way and yeah. it really like it works it works in a way like these guys if they were gonna do and i i think it was the last episode we talked about seth rogan and like why he would not want work to work with marvel yeah he doesn't want to work with marvel and i'm like yeah this is the only superhero property i could see him working i he does the boys as well but like right. this this one of the big ones this is the one i could see him working yeah with. like this the the two of them this is made for them right here like i don't know if
0: he could do a a marvel like marvel doesn't have a story that would fit him
1: but this does and also you get a feeling i would assume uh you get the feeling like they do have a an affection and an affinity for this property that they're not just chucking everything out yeah the stuff that they're chucking out they're not chucking it out because they're outsiders coming and going like this is dumb they're checking it out because they're like, nah, no, the core, what makes these characters great, what we love about these characters is this, and so let's bring it out. Yeah, and, uh, and the other things that have never worked for us are these, and this is why, so we're gonna get rid of these and, and fill it in with what works, right? Uh, they have an understanding of these characters that make it work in this new iteration, which is really great. What did you think of the animation style? How do you feel about it? Amazing.
0: And in fact, we'll get into that a little bit more when we talk about the VFX team that worked on this and compare to maybe Sony and Marvel's VFX teams, mm-hmm. respectively. Yep. It's great. I I don't know what else to say about it. It costs them v- way less than Penny other places. a dollar compared
1: to other places, for yeah. sure. Fraction yeah. of the
0: cost. And yeah. it looks great. It's It does. Like, is it as amazing as Across the Spider-Verse? No. But like... <laughs> Man, it serves the job. And in fact, I, I watched an interview where Jeff Rowe, the director, was talking about how the reason they chose that style mm-hmm. is they all agreed it looks worse, which is interesting because I don't think it does. But they thought it looked kind of bad, but it feels like a drawing that a high schooler would make. Yes. But I also yeah. didn't quite agree with that. I was like, I was mesmerized. I thought it looked great.
1: That's the thing. is, and People are like, oh, it's not as good as Across the Spider-Verse. And I'm like... Uh, I don't know. Like, here's the thing. It it looks worse, but you can tell it is purposely that it's purposely done. Like you sure. said, it looks like a drawing that like a. a, a it yeah, looks- yeah,
0: yeah. But also to whoever says that, fuck you, because yeah. like we're getting back into that time period. Remember, for like six years, every superhero film that came out, people would be like, well, is it as good as the Dark Knight? Shut up. Who gives yeah. a shit?
1: I no, I agree. I think. Here's the thing, Uh, you know, uh, the one benefit to the Spider-Verse movies being so successful is that it has made studios realize we don't have to make all of this look like Pixar and DreamWorks. We can create an animation style that works for our movie. We're in an animation
0: renaissance.
1: Yeah, we kind of are. I actually do think this is just as good looking as Spider-Verse because I can tell this works, this animation style works for this story. In the same
0: way that like the the Spider-Man 2099 stuff was like, you could still see all the sketch drawings in Across the Spider-Verse. It's quote, worse, but it helps tell the story better, so it's better. It helps
1: tell the story better, and it helps set the world better. I mean, that last at the very end that they like are we giant, in spoilers yet well yeah yeah it's like wait well, hold on we haven't gotten into spoilers yet let's go into let's do spoilers all right let's go into there's spoilers not much less there's not much more to talk about yeah we both yet. recommend yeah. it yeah that's great uh but that giant mutant at the very end which is made up of all these different animals is awesome like yeah. it's really well done and it's very detailed and like so people who are like oh it isn't is not its beautiful and as good as Across the Spider-Verse. I'm like, no, if you look at that one thing, there's a thousand animals making up one giant beast. It's pretty amazing. Well,
0: and this is so indicative. This film is such an icon and a symbol for what you and I have been screaming into these microphones about for the past seven years, which is that God, has it been seven years? Anyway, which is that the VFX don't fucking matter. No. What matters is the story and how you ah. tell it. And, oh. it, you know, it, we always talk about the um, I had a professor in college who would say, like, if an actor walks out on stage holding a muffin and he says, <laughs> nobody move, I've got a gun. And all the other people on stage act as though he has a gun, gun. and that guy acts like he has a gun. Everyone in the audience will believe that muffin you're is a gonna gun You're going to start
1: to believe that it's a gun Right, because yeah, yeah.
0: it's just a tool to tell a story If the right. story is good Your actors yeah. are good, and the dialogue is good You've got it That's it, yes. don't don't yeah. fucking Break your VFX team Because you're right. trying to, I don't know Break the system and like Create a whole new level of animation It's cool, right. but it's not necessary
1: No, it's not necessary At all, yeah this the, And this shows just that Yeah.
0: Do you uh, very quickly, before we move on with more about this movie, do you want to uh, talk about why uh, Ben Shapiro can fuck himself?
1: Yes, please. Great. Uh, So when this ongoing segment,
0: Ben (laughs) Shapiro can go fuck himself. That's right. So when the trailer for this movie first came out, Uh April O'Neill. Was a person of color, and people lost their minds and talked about how this movie was going to be fucking awful because they yeah. changed the race of one of the characters
1: of a fictional character. Yeah. Uh huh.
0: Yep. You yep. Are. Yep. 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 I think you're starting to hit the nail on the head. Yep. 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 <laughs> uh, so. I mean, I know what they're going to do because whenever something like this happens and the movie's successful, they come out and they go, "Well, this is why the movie's failing, everybody." And it's like it's making millions of dollars, millions. millions. But uh, I expect an apology on my desk (laughs) by Ben Shapiro (laughs) by the end of business on Friday. By the by, the time we are done recording this episode, which is a week before the episode airs. (laughs) Yep. So he will never know I'm even (laughs) requesting it. Exactly. But yeah, that's just that's it. I, I feel like. We're getting I'm getting into a rhythm, a pattern of every movie we review. I'm going to have to start with fuck Ben Shapiro.
1: Yeah, it's just it's crazy. It's, it's here's the thing. First of all, here, I'll I'll do you one favor, Ben Shapiro. No, April O'Neil is not black. You know what she is? Imaginary. Shut yeah. up. Um, what well, states
0: back to the old Bert and Ernie debate, right? About like whether they're gay and people. I remember Jim Henson would say like. They're not gay. They're not straight. They are puppets. <laughs> they are puppets. They're felt. It's yeah. One okay. of them, I remember one of the things he said was, um, they are gay, but it's very tragic because they have nothing below the waist.
1: <laughs> <laughs> ah, um, yeah. This is, it, Who cares? Whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, like, it doesn't matter. She can be whatever. She's also not a high schooler originally, as well. You know, by the way, no one uh, batted an eye for the entire history of this property of this franchise the fact that teenagers were lusting after some (laughs) were they is that what happened i mean there's always it's i always find it interesting by the way it switches turtles from time to time but like there's always one that has a crush on it really i think in in the saturday morning cartoon that you and i know it's been so long but regardless they also look like grown men
0: (laughs) well Um, and regardless even if like what you're saying isn't true like even if they've never touched on that which I'm sure they have but even yep. if they haven't it is still a grown woman
1: hanging out with children with, with technically hanging out with children yeah, for sure yeah. and no one seems to care about that right uh, yeah it's it's just ridiculous there was something else I was going to say about this and now I can't remember what it was wait hold on let me go let me backtrack fuck Ben Shapiro April O'Neill's black nope I lost it that's fine I had it Do you want to talk about the VFX stuff? Yeah, let's talk about the VFX VFX issue. In the middle of you talking about this, I'm going to remember. That's fine. And then we can go back
0: or not. And it'll be fine either way. Director Jeff Rowe said, quote, I never want the team to be suffering more than I am. And I also hopefully am suffering more than the team because I'm the captain and I'm paid to absorb that and they're not. It's important to preserve that. People just do better work when they're rested and have home lives. My fucking God, what a concept.
1: Yep. And now all we have to do Is sit patiently and pray to God. None of the BFX team members come out and say, "I know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> and that's you a worked lie." Worked us to the bone. Yeah, the, uh, the lie detector just
0: determined that was a lie. That was a lie. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I, I also fully s- suspect that like Bob Iger is sitting in a chair, swirling his brandy in a glass, reading that interview, and going, mm, "No, <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's ridiculous." <laughs> um, oh, I know what I was going to say, actually. This towards Bob Iger. I'm sure Bob Iger is looking at this because here's the thing: the the numbers for this movie have not been as good as I think they were predicting it would. Yeah. Be. It's not doing as well at the box office. Yeah, yeah. Let me just say this: oh, this is why another reason Ben Shapiro could go fuck himself. That's what I was thinking of. Whenever you're like, oh, the reason that it's not doing well is because April O'Neil is black, or the reason it's not doing as well is because you didn't work your VFX team to the bone to the point that they all miss their kids' graduations and births. It, it, it's not doing well because every once in a while, you get something like a Barbenheimer comes around, and it's just a phenomenon. And there's a, yeah. that's the only thing it's not beating. It's not beating Barbie. And I maybe Oppenheimer. It might be third at the box office. But it's one of those things that there's nothing that can be done. This movie is fantastic. It's doing very well comparatively to everything else at the box office, except for the two movies that are like, like the biggest... Movies in a few years. Well, and you frankly, I mean? this
0: year is such an anomaly. Like we've gone okay. over this a ton, and I don't have to read everything, but like there's so many fucking box office hits in this right. lineup for 2023. Right. Knock at the cabin. What else? Ant Man. Right. Cocaine Bear. Guardians. I don't know if that was Creed Three Sixty Five. Yeah. Uh, what else we got here? Scream Six, Shazam, John Wick yeah. Chapter Four, like on and on and on and on and on air. Super Mario Brothers which feels like it right. came out six years ago.
1: Yeah, you know, but all of these do. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, that's the thing, and that's only the that's I've gotten to March. <laughs>
1: like, right.
0: there's right. so many, and in fact, I I looked back at 2022 to see the movies of that year, and I was like, yeah. if this movie came out a year ago, I think it oh, would be, be, be in like the top five. Be-
1: Massive. Yeah. It would, have been, it would be a massive hit. Yeah. So it's not like I said. It's this is not. Uh, it's not tanking. It's not doing as well as I think they'd hoped. But it has nothing to do with a lack of work on the on the VFX team. It has nothing to do with the fact that they changed April O'Neil to black. It has everything to do with it. Just as movies do sometimes, it was it, it timed badly. Yeah. Right place, wrong way, time. You would have known that it would... This, like, I for sure would have also thought if I was in charge of any of the studios, which, for the love of God, I should be. Let's be honest, guys. At this point, come on. But, like, if I looked at the calendar and I was like, yeah, Barbie is going to come out here. Oppenheimer is coming out the same day. Okay, they're going to cancel each other out. But they will peter out by now. Like, this has been weeks, okay? This is enough time that usually movies would have dropped off and, disappear, and it's about time for a new one to come in and take the number one spot. It just so happens that for some reason, Barbie and Oppenheimer created some sort of cultural phenomenon that is carrying it through for the rest of the summer. It has nothing to do with whatever the hell stupid people like Ben Shapiro are complaining about. This movie is great. Yeah, it's very and if good. People are, and the more people that go to see this, movie, I honestly now having seen this movie, I honestly think this will be more of a slow burn. Like I think, this oh, kind of stay- like a Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, it will stay like number three, number two at the box office. Yeah, for a long time because the I think the word of mouth is going to be really, really good. Yeah, because it is a really good movie. Well,
0: and even if it doesn't, it might be one of those like I was saying, like Scott Pilgrim, which I think made a total of like I don't know twenty million in the box office, right. and then over the course of like five or six years. Everybody fucking bought it on DVD. Yeah. It became a cult classic.
1: This'll go for a little while and then it's gonna go onto streaming and everyone's gonna like love it. It's yeah. gonna be fantastic. This it'll be one of those ones that like the first one doesn't do that may not do that well, but the word of mouth on it is so good, like this will definitely get it a sequel.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Or through through people watching it on like TV.
0: Uh, into the spider verse. Into the spider verse yeah. is the least profitable Spider Man movie ever made. But right. people knew that it was going to be a hit. Like that, right. the, the studio knew that people loved it. Just right. nobody went to see it because they thought it was going to be some cheesy kids movie. Yeah. So they, they knew they were going to have money in their hands when they made a sequel.
1: Yeah, and and it, yeah, and then it wins an Oscar and like everybody love and everyone's like, wait, what is this movie? Yeah. And then they check it out and they're like, oh, I got to go see the next yeah. one. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I mean, the cast is great. Yeah. The animation style is, uh just. put these kids in more stuff Uh, really give give these kids a fucking sketch you know what i mean like put the four of them you know let's go back to the old days of hollywood uh and by that i mean like they're all black we can't let them no i'm kidding there uh there's only two yeah that's true actually (laughs) um no go back to the old days of hollywood when like like a Bing and Crosby, where like they would just appear in like twenty Yeah, yeah, weeks. for sure. These four kids are fantastic. My
0: God, when you were talking I about really... how great it is that they have actual high schoolers playing it, I almost brought it up, yeah. but it was before we went into spoilers. The Bacon Egg and Cheese scene.
1: Oh my <laughs> so gosh! Fucking that funny. Just goes on forever <laughs> Oh, they crossed the desert. <laughs> and they really did. They really crossed the desert. Bacon, like, egg, and yeah. bacon egg, and cheese. Yeah, uh, yeah it was really good. <laughs> (laughs) Yeah, the four of them you could just feel like And I was watching that scene where they're doing the bacon, egg, and cheese, and then she says a line and then they go back into it. And I was like, Oh, it's very clear that the sound editors literally just let them do that for like ten solid minutes (laughs) and then cut the audio, and then we're just like, Okay, now we go back into the line. Like just whatever. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Do you want a couple uh do you want I just have a few of the bigger and more interesting Easter eggs that I found.
1: Okay. I'll just say this last thought and then we'll go into Easter eggs. Honestly, this one (laughs) more than others. I think the box office is affected after seeing their chemistry before the them. Their chemistry together is affected by the sag strike because oh. if these four kids were allowed to do press on this. Movie, yeah. These four kids would have been trotted out to every talk show. Again, like they would have been on Kimmel and, and Fallon and the today show. These four kids would be fucking hilarious. Yeah. On every show, they would have been the biggest thing since like the Stranger Things kids. Yeah, because even if they
0: didn't go on all of the shows, all of the shows, it would have been exponential. Like whatever number of shows you get on, you're going to yeah. grab every single person who's watching yeah. that day. They're going to buy a ticket I mean, for that movie. Yeah,
1: that marketing. That this is the one that I'm like, you know, oh, this really, you know, Barbie, whatever, and Oppenheimer, whatever. That cast is huge, but they're all giant stars already. Right. Don't we all know really- who Margot Robbie is. We all know exactly. who Killian Murphy yeah, is. We want to buy a ticket to see them
0: anyway. We yeah. don't need to see them. We I don't need Margot Robbie to tell me to buy a ticket to her movie.
1: Yeah, exactly. But these four kids, man, even if you do two and two, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, them yeah. Up And everything. They are so fantastic to see the four of them on a talk show having fun together. Yeah. Everyone would have been like, oh, I want to see what they look this like. This
0: is a movie that like, if you get the opportunity and maybe I will do this. When it comes out on DVD, get it just to listen to the commentary if those oh, kids yeah. are on it.
1: Yeah. Or just to see any behind the scenes documentaries with the, yeah. of like the recording. Of yeah, it. I yeah, just yeah. want to see. Them. I bet it's yeah. absolutely manic. Or just if they have any long takes. Yeah. Or anything. Just four high know. school
0: kids in a room together going, going insane. Crazy.
1: Yeah. They, and they do. There's long takes of them. Just clearly just get all of them going nuts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Give me your give me your Easter eggs.
0: All right, we got a few, including my personal favorite, Go Ninja Go, playing in the car. Love it. That was was a chef's kiss, wasn't it? During the garage fight. Uh, There's a building in it called The Laird, which you probably saw.
1: Oh, no. Oh, there's a
0: scene that cuts to when they're on top of a building, I think, talking to April for the first time when she's taking notes. And it starts in a wide shot of the top of the building. There's a giant neon light that says The Laird. Oh, Okay. And of course, Eastman High School. That's where April goes. Eastman also, I think we mentioned before, is a a voice in it as well. Oh, Splinter uses J. Jackie Chan's famous method of using the elements Around him as weapons which I thought was cool Like Jackie oh Chan gosh, is known yeah. as like grabbing stuff Off the walls and Oh my you know.
1: god I'm an idiot you know what I never I did not put together is that <laughs> Jackie Chan is using Jackie Chan movies to teach His kids like oh, that's what I that's why I Brought I'm it up talking, like, I That's don't know why, why, why I said that it took me a second to remember That Jackie Chan was Splinter While I was watching the movie and then While I just, we were like, talking about it <laughs> No 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 Not well that too But also like while I'm watching the movie Yeah like it doesn't i mean it's obviously Jackie I know Channing, but he's it very good sound at like it. yeah. yeah it's it's the,
0: a very different character from Jackie Chan.
1: Yeah and the character <laughs> does not look like well, yeah. you know how sometimes animation it'll kind of like yeah, yeah, doing yeah. the switches? it looks nothing like I would ever it looks like Jackie Looks like Frank Zappa. <laughs> yeah it does. Yeah yeah yeah. Again it's just this weird single guy who like had four kids which yeah. is not a part I would think of Jackie Chan in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh and yeah that's it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That milking payoff, like I really did not see it coming. <laughs> I really didn't. And then you're like, does that oh, say fuck. milk machine? <laughs> I loved it every bit because it. It, the it was a funny bit. Yeah. Every time when they're like, we don't even nipple. It's funny because okay. I was not
0: on board until the payoff. I was like, until okay, this payoff. is weird and awkward. It but
1: was, I, I love, and that's what I mean. It was one of those jokes. I was like, that is clearly a Seth Rogen. Like, <clears throat> yeah, for sure.
0: Because like, I'll, like honest, I'll be honest too, the cold. vomiting thing was a little much for me. I think. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, it was a, I can see why it's a little much, but the fact that again, it was for me, it kind of crossed the desert. I'm not yeah, going yeah, It didn't was, quite like, it for me. Hard. I think, I, I think I it was think, too green. Like it was yeah, so weird very, looking and gross. Very it definitely but, took me out. But also I think I was like, okay, this is going on a little long. And then when she was talking about how she became a meme and they showed more of it, I was like, all right, now I'm back in. It's pretty, pretty good. Sure. And the fact that they puke on television again. Again. But that's what I mean. That didn't feel like it crossed the desert to me. It wasn't the rule of
0: threes. Like it was like, it happened twice. Yeah. And in between there was like little chitter chatter of vomit. And I was like, I don't, I don't know what this is. It feels weird.
1: But I like that they, like, oh, she overcame the thing and she got out and she said the thing on television. But then she also stole it. Yeah. Like, just thrown it in there.
0: There were a couple of moments like that, too, that were, I felt were a little too... Not quite that one, but there was like there's the one where uh, the I think Michelangelo is like, do you think there are people out there like you who will accept us? And the music swells and swells and swells. And she stands up and looks at them and goes, no. And I feel like there's a way to do that. As soon as the music started, I was like, oh, she's going to say no. And then I was like, oh, this is going for a long time. Wow. They're really trying to push this. And then she said no. And I was like yeah <laughs> like I don't yeah. know there's probably a better yeah, yeah, yeah. way to do it. I that. think it's
1: a more well I think that's like it's like a joke you gotta you gotta go like well and you can do
0: that joke but I felt like it was I don't know too it gave me too much time to be like well I know what the punchline is I know what the
1: punchline is coming okay, yeah. yeah
0: but overall very very I, good movie think, yeah, I yeah, mean yeah, solid 8 or 9 out of 10
1: oh yeah for sure yeah. for sure yeah I agree uh you want to go under the reading assignment uh yeah
0: yeah I want to go under the reading assignment uh, oh um okay Chris yes in blue beetle metamorphosis a teenage boy receives a gift that makes him super strong alters his voice and changes his body in inconceivable ways but enough about puberty it's time to talk about blue beetle metamorphosis yeah it's created by tony bedard i'm gonna butcher this name Guara and jp meyer nailed it I feel like most of those are pretty close. The first issue of this run was published on September 21st, 2011. I liked this. Yeah. A bit. It's yeah. Fun. It wasn't it's amazing. Fun. It's a no. good introduction to the character. For sure. I think it it moves very fast. Yeah. It's an interesting take, especially if you're going to, because this is part of the New 52. This is like yeah. right at the start of the New 52, right? This
1: was, the, yeah, these were one of, this is one of the, so the New 52, for those who don't know, they, they were like, hey, DC will do this every once in a while. they we are like, hey, we got to do uh we got so much shit in our continuity. We got to clean house real quick. Yeah. Uh, and they did a giant um, overhaul. This is this is the a result of Flashpoint. So they did Flashpoint. This is, that was the event that like helps do this. And then from this, they cleared house and they basically created fifty two titles. They c- tried to keep it to just fifty two titles and restarted their continuity. Uh, Blue Beetle, the, the Jaime Reyes version of Blue Beetle, had been introduced already, but through another crisis Aftermath, and he had had his own comic, but like this is the first time, and I think I said this last the, the, when I said this was your reading assignment. This was like his first run and his first real origin that was on his own, so he gets like a fresh start in this, in this yeah, one. yeah. And yeah, it's cool. It's if you're
0: gonna re roll the dice, re roll the stats, it's a cool way to do it. Yeah. I'm interested in like. Whatever. So first of all, uh, is it worth a read? Yeah, probably, especially if you're planning on seeing the movie. There might be some spoilers in this because there were definitely characters that I was like, oh, that's who that guy from the trailer is and stuff like that. Right. Um, But yeah, it's really interesting, really cool. It's it does feel a little dated at times, but for the most part, it's like. Reminds me. Do you ever see the Giver? Yes. It Reminds me a oh, lot God. of the Giver.
1: Yeah, I could see that. Actually, yeah. I've never thought of that, but yeah, I could definitely see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I think this was the first time I had also read this version of Blue Beetle, the mm. uh, the the fifty two version of yeah, Blue yeah. Beetle. I remember when he was when the character was introduced in the older continuity, but this was the first time I had read like this origin story. I really. What first of all, I think this is another one we always say, like, you know, if you haven't gotten into comics or, you know, someone who's like, I want to get into comics, this is a good one. I think this could work really well introducing someone to comics and being able to get them into like one of the big two, because there's not really a mention of anyone else in the universe. It feels kind of standalone-ish at this point, at least in this volume before, you know, it starts to expand itself and, yeah. and does kind of ease you in. You don't have to really know anybody else that's yeah. around. They kind of give you all the characters just in this first volume that you need to be aware of. I And there's a couple of things in here that it's playing with. It's playing with a couple of different things that, that I really like that you don't see very often. Uh, for for instance, like, he's not really a willing participant yeah. in this. You know, there's a nice struggle, which I I think they could even go with more and maybe they do in later <laughs> volumes and also that after re seeing the it's funny i got finished reading this and then when i went to see turtles the trailer for blue beetle played again and i was like i've never read that comic i really want them to play that up that yeah. aspect up of like this real push-pull of mm-hmm. like i don't want to do this stop well, and one of the what things i like
0: about it is thing. that the only way he's able to the only reason He's able to partially wrangle it in. The suit doesn't even understand how he's able to do it. And it's because it's fucking broken. <laughs> like, oh, there's yeah. something wrong with it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that yeah. allows him to sort of take control occasionally, which is cool. And so, like, they both, neither of them, they both have to compromise and meet in the middle. Because the suit oh. wants him to do this other thing, but he wants to do this other thing. But they both have, like, equal parts control.
1: Yes. And there's also kind of <clears throat> a mystery to it, because it, it keeps talking about, like... A mission. The reason it will do things is for a mission yeah. And it won't tell you what the mission is the, Like Jaime is clearly just a body Yeah Like it could have been anybody Yeah, it, it refers to him as like him. the
0: the host organism
1: Right, it does not matter who it is It could have been a fat horse. Right, guy. it just it needs matter. a skeleton
0: to attach to
1: Exactly It's, yeah, and, and it'll just go from there yeah. That's fine You don't need to be a hero in any sort of capacity Yeah, I like the, uh Whatever's
0: going on with like the other blue beetle guys, that, yeah, is interesting to me. I didn't know that about this universe that nope, there were like I don't, yeah. many
1: blue beetles. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that either. Actually. I like the connection to the Green Lantern Corps, is cool. Yes, I like, yeah, I like that they're like, yeah, the only ones who can beat us are the Green Lanterns. That's it. Yeah, That's all. we're that ba- badass. Yeah, yeah. Also, I like there's a, there's a, uh, a fr- uh, frame, there's a panel. Where it's like a ship, it's like the blue, the alien blue beetle ship. Yeah, yeah. And then it encounters the Green Lantern, and you think they're like it's a full size ship, and then it pulls back, and it's clearly like the size of a beetle. Like there's one <laughs> yeah. that's like very small. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah. oh, that's pretty good, actually. Yeah, that, that's the <laughs> yeah it's a good comic. Yeah, it is. I think it's good. Uh, it, it's enough that I, I actually do want to kind of try the go on to the next volume. I think I will too. It, it ends kind of quick because you can feel that this was clearly like we're just voluming every right.
0: Well, and also like it breezes through so fast that I'm like, it it literally took me like 30 minutes to read. So like, how long is it going to take me to read the next volume? Another 30 minutes, you know,
1: I'll breeze through that one too. And it feels like that next one is going to kind of finish off what this start. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It doesn't end like it doesn't end on a cliffhanger. It just uh, it doesn't end smooth it's not like this big like right. climax and then a denouement and then we're out well that's another thing that's end.
0: great about it too right like there is an overarching how do i say this without like big spoilers but like there is this overarching like oh, shit, something horrible is potentially going to happen. Something cosmic, something like there is like somebody off world looking for this thing. Yeah. And they are very clearly not friendly to Earth. Right. But the story in this volume is just about a kid who's trying to save his friends. Yep. And I appreciate that. You know, it's so yeah. easy. We see all the movies that come out have to be about the end of the world or right. saving the universe or whatever. Right. But like, it's very, very um, refreshing to get a story that is just like a kid trying to just trying to get to the end. Just tra- just yeah. let me wake up tomorrow.
1: Yes. Yeah, that's a good way to, to put that. Yeah. And after reading this and again, watching the trailer again. There's enough of the same stuff in this that I'm like, okay, I kind of know what I'm gonna see in the movie. But also, I can tell like there are certain characters in that movie that are not in this book, so it, there's, it's gonna be slightly different than this. It's not like a one-to-one ratio. There's one or two characters where I was like. Basically, this isn't a random character in the movie. I'm like, oh, that's the white version of this character, over yeah. Here. But other, than, yeah, but like stuff like that. I was like, okay, this enough that this will be a slightly different version.
0: Yeah. Well, and I know Harvey Guillen, I think is how you pronounce his last name, is playing his best friend. But if you yeah. know who that is, do you know who that actor is? Uh, no. He's like an overweight. He's very funny. He's a very okay. funny. He's a comedic actor. He's from what you do in what we do in the shadows. Okay. And the best friend in this comic is not that. Is not that at all. Yeah. <laughs> he's a very different kind of character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, so there's some stuff that yeah, they're definitely taking makes some liberties. It
1: worth going to see still without, Yeah, it looks know. like
0: it's going to be very different, very interesting. It looks like they're leaning more into the. Feeling of Iron Man meets Spider Man.
1: Yep, for sure. I yeah. can definitely see that. Looks yeah. good.
0: Looks like a lot of fun. I'm very excited to see the movie. I want to try to see it twice, assuming I like it, but I'm sure yep. I will. Yeah. And, uh, oh, and the last thing I want to say is, you know, the Batman is a fascist line, which is my favorite line from any trailer I've ever seen. Right. Evidently, while doing research on this, I found out that Blue Beetle plays a large role in Batman Brave and the Bold, which oh, yeah, leads me and to, and the like,
1: series? I know there's a Brave and the Bold. You're thinking series. of the soap opera. Uh, there's the one series that ran for with Diedrich Baker as the Diedrich Bader. Bader Diedrich Bader as the as Batman. You
0: think if he had a butler, he would have to call him Master
1: Bader. I think Diedrich Bader would make him do that. <laughs> <for sure. laughs> um, Wouldn't we all? But, but yeah, he is. Uh, I know he's in Jaime Reyes is in a lot of episodes of that. Show. So
0: what are the odds? I feel like I already know the answer to this question, but I want to ask you, what are the odds That this Blue Beetle will return for the Batman Brave and the Bold film or one of them.
1: Like if there's a sequel or something, you know, if there's a sequel, I could I could see it happening. I think the next one they're going to have to use. They have to establish Batman like it's all over the place now, especially after the flash. Everyone's like, "Who? what is happening? There was Affleck. Is it going to be George Clooney? And then (laughs) is George Clooney going to be Batman? I don't think so, but they're like I don't know, but I don't know who is. So I think they have to stop. They have the uh, and also they're bringing in Damien Wayne's as well. Yeah, did you say um, Wayne's? <laughs> What's Wayne. going on with you? Did I say Wayne's? Yes. I'm doing anymore because <laughs> um, he's going to be black. Yeah, um, yeah they, Yes, that's uh, right. I cannot ben wait to start a review of that one with fuck Ben Shapiro. Something. Exactly. <laughs> I think they will not. The other thing is. As well as I hope this movie does And as good as I think this movie's gonna be It is falling into that Weird like nether region of like Is this Snyderverse? Is this new stuff? It is well they is, No is I mean um, um, it's, James Gunn yeah. has
0: explicitly said this is not in our Universe Right.
1: Exactly. So I th- And that's not to say he's not gonna Keep this part and they won't make another one And kind of plug him into the new universe I think it might
0: but, be more likely to be Tim Cord Though just knowing but, James Gunn Ted Kord. Whatever fuck him
1: but anyway, uh so uh I think if this movie does well, I think they'll keep him around and use him again. Yeah. But I, I think they don't want to put him in brave i d I don't think they want this this character to be the linchpin of like yeah. the thing. I think yeah, they would yeah, rather yeah. David Corn Wallace or whatever the fuck his name is. We're really killing it on all <laughs> aren't we? Yeah. Sometimes we just nail it, really just bat a thousand, uh-huh. you know. I think they want to put him in. I think they want to figure out a Batman and the, whoever those two guys are. Yeah, they're going to make them all the lynchpins. Yeah, um, and spread them out. Yeah, that's yeah. a good call. Uh, uh, well, and also yeah. we know that James
0: Gunn is interested in making a Booster Gold story of some kind. Right. So, like, if you're going to do Booster Gold and then you're going to do Blue Beetle as well, yeah, kind of got to be Ted Cord. Yeah.
1: I, I and again, honestly. I think there's a Ted Court post credit scene in this. I, I right, but doesn't it have to be an older like
0: man? Like isn't isn't that woman his wife?
1: No, I think it's his sister.
0: All right. But he, yeah. you know, but he's not going to be in his Is 20s. That,
1: no, he's I I would think he's in his like mid to late 30s. Yeah.
0: Uh yeah, okay, maybe.
1: I I think that they have shot a headcourt post credits scene with some big star because they were able to go like listen just come in for the cameo but also it's
0: before the re-roll it's before the flashpoint right. so like they, they could can get like- anybody if
1: that's what I'm saying I yeah. think they could convince a big star to come in and be like listen we don't know if this is going to continue or not this might just be well I'm star. saying even
0: beyond this like they get a yeah. big star to do the post credit scene here they can be like sorry man we got this other guy instead
1: well you, yeah or they could go to the big star and be like do you want to do this again and he's like nah not really Yeah, and right.
0: Like, and they can justify it because it's technically yeah, because before it's the flash anything anymore. Yeah.
1: so I really think that's what's going to happen I think they're going to roll out like a giant star as tech core, <laughs> George Clooney yeah, honestly, or uh, you know what? Actually, it'd be kind of brilliant if it was Brad Pitt. It was the same scene, just like in the Flash. Up the car, and Jaime and Reyes goes, "Who the fuck, the fuck are you? The fuck are you?" Yeah, and then and it's and it's Brad Pitt or something or Matt Damon, yeah. and I'm like just. Well, anyone from Ocean's Eleven? It's Julia Roberts. It's I kid. say
0: they just keep doing George Clooney, and then they set up like the Justice League George Clooney
1: edition. Clooneyverse, the Clooneyverse. The yeah, that'd be pretty good, actually. <laughs> oh, man. Everything is George Clooney. <laughs> this Kingdom Come Superman, it's George Clooney. Yep, kingdom Come Batman, George Clooney. George Clooney. Everyone's George Clooney. That'd be great. <laughs> Flash is George Clooney. <laughs> Lois Lane is George Clooney. Yeah, everyone yes. except
0: they get Batman Forever. Batman. That's Ben Affleck. <laughs> yes. Oh, that'd be brilliant. With the bat nipples.
1: Oh, yes. And the bat credit that's, card. I'm here for that. Okay. That's good. Uh... Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I like this. Like I said, I, it's definitely worth a read. If you're getting, if you know someone who's like, I've always wanted to get into comics, uh, I, but where do I start? This is a good one, an easy one to ease them, especially into the big two. I definitely want to try and do the second volume as well and I I think we could breeze through that too I could probably breeze through it before the movie comes out you honestly.
0: could breeze through it while I'm like wrapping up the episode
1: <laughs> yeah it's that it's that light yeah, yeah. so yeah I definitely volume one metamor- metamorphosis I would definitely give it a read yeah you same
0: fuck no fuck this comic. no yeah it's, oh. it's very good I liked it a lot I'm very it makes me very hyped to see the movie if yeah. you watch the movie and you like it and you want to see more because you're like, oh man, they're never going to do anything with this
1: movie because it's
0: part of the Snyderverse or whatever, give yeah. this a read.
1: Uh, actually, yeah. Wait to read this. Go see the movie, yeah. knowing that whether this does really well or not, we'll probably never see this again. Yeah. And then uh, when you're like, oh, that's that. Start reading these. That's that's what you should do. <laughs> yeah. 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 The movie comes out on what? The 18th? I don't know. Uh, here, let me see. I think it comes out on the 18th uh yep it comes out on the 18th so on the 19th pick up blue beetle volume one metamorphosis and read that and then it'll not feel so sad that you'll never see that character ever again oh uh hey andrew yeah. Oh wait, no! Did you <laughs> I was like, "What are we doing?" I'm so excited to get out of here that we need. Yeah, what are uh, you gonna this Hey, Andrew, you got to read this? <laughs> I was so What's confused. I, that was good. That Didn't I land on my feet on that one? That you was just, really good. You just have a stroke? What happened? Hey, Andrew. <laughs> what? Hey, Andrew. what? Hey,
0: Andrew. Yeah. What's my reading assignment? <laughs> well, um, do you want something kind of out of left field? that I just picked up because I like the writer and I thought, Oh, I want to read this. I don't even know when it came out. I think it's kind of older, but it's a writer that I recognized who I like. And I was like, I want to read this.
1: Sorry. In my mind, I don't know why I went there, but in my mind, everything you described still holds true for Mein Kampf. And I was like, what are you kidding me? Right now? I don't know why I thought that, but I was like, Oh my God, he's going to do it. He's I do not enough. like the
0: writer. Mein Kampf. <laughs> that joke would be it's your favorite writer <laughs> yeah um, or I, saga volume 10 whatever whatever we left off on
1: give me the other one I'm trying to wait as long as I can on saga I want to I'm, I'm trying to wait if I can till saga finishes and then I want to do oh man all right
0: then I'm going to give you descendant no descender mm-hmm. by Jeff Lemire
1: Ooh. yeah okay that. uh, Wait, what is it? D-E-S-C-E-N-D-O-R? E-R. E-R, okay. And I don't know, I
0: literally don't know anything about this. I was visiting a friend in Boston, and I went to a comic shop that she recommended. Okay. And they had, like, staff picks, and I just grabbed three of them that I thought looked good, and that was cool. Yeah.
1: Awesome. I mean, Jeff Lemire, that's a good name.
0: Yep. Alright. I think I've still got some comic-con stuff to go through but yeah yeah yeah. yeah. i want to check to see none of them are like small you know they're like they're like big like i can tell like like a lot of them are like image or dark horse like yeah this one's image comics and i'm like right right "Mm, right they're not they're not little guys anymore and we may be having some special guests on pretty soon in the next few
1: weeks so we'll
0: see how that goes
1: yeah yeah that should be hopefully if it works out, that'll come yeah. up. And- I
0: asked them. They haven't responded yet. I asked them if they have any new comics they'd like us to read to talk about when we bring them on. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I'm sure they got something. Yeah, they we'll they always got
0: something. Well, and they were, they had, all right, we'll just talk about it. It's Wayward Raven. <laughs> the yep. guys have been no, on before. let's
1: just talk about them and not mention who they are. And then, and then everybody can wonder. <laughs> well, I if was going
0: like, to make okay. it. That's what I was going to do. But I wanted to say as well that um, they had, they were nearly finished when we brought them on last time with a story that you and I both thought sounded really good. I don't remember what it was about now, but I think it was about like a guy from hell, a demon, coming up to like settle disputes in the real world or something. No, that was a dream I told you about the other. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. my bad. You should write that down. It sounds like a good comic. It's
1: horrifying, and I I don't think I can face it again.
0: Wait a minute, is this just what? the plot to Mind Comp? Oh, fuck! You're right. <laughs> That's where right.
1: I knew I had heard this somewhere. <laughs>
0: like it's in the my favorite book that I keep on my nightstand.
1: Fucking asshole. (laughs) Uh, Now, can I do it? Yeah. Hey, Andrew. Yeah. Andrew. Yeah. Hey, Andrew. Where can they find us? Well, you can find us on
0: Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, SoundCloud.com slash the media lunch break.
1: We're on X. We're still calling that. What do you even call a thing that you put out on X? An X. Is it really? Yeah. That is so stupid. It's insufferable. Oh, my God. Why would you put out an X? Do you think
0: that Elon Musk realized his only way out is if he can file for bankruptcy?
1: (laughs) I guess. Like, this is it's wow. I have to assume at some point. Listen, it's kind of like the thing of crossing the desert. Like, at first, he looks like a complete moron. And then he makes so many wrong turns that I assume that he's got to be doing this on purpose. We
0: need to make a sketch that is the producers, but it's Elon Musk with Twitter. <laughs> that's pretty good.
1: Yeah, it's just because I'm like they're so stupid, like I know. really bad. Yeah. Yes.
0: And people it, think you know, this man is a genius.
1: But that's the thing is at at a certain point I start to come around. I'm like maybe he is because everything he does is it's not it's not like a little bad thing. It is so godforsakenly stupid that it feels like it's tanking this company. It has to so be intentional. <laughs> and I'm like, it has to be a reason for it. Like no. he has to have the foresight to be like, Oh, I'm going to buy this company. And then it's going to be better off if I, I don't know. Like, and he must be some sort of a, like at this point, I'm like, maybe he is, maybe he's a fucking genius he's beyond what we all think that he is. Because it's so stupid.
0: It's like that Glass Onion quote where someone's like, wow, it's so stupid, it's brilliant. And he goes, no, it's just stupid. Stupid. Yeah, but that's the
1: thing. I'm like, maybe it is.
0: No, it's it just stupid, so, Chris. I know. He's just I dumb. I can't tell anymore. He's an idiot. Anyway, he's a, he's an our, idiot. our handle on a- X is at Media Lunch Break. You can also find us on Facebook, on Instagram, YouTube.com slash The Media Lunch Break. Uh, we're on TikTok as well, which is uh, a phrase threads, that so. no man in his 30s should say. Our handle there is at The Media Lunch Break. We have merch on Teespring. If you'd like to check that out, you can go to X.com <laughs> yeah, and check bad. out the, the <laughs> pinned X. Which will be right at the top, and uh, uh, there's a link to our merch up there where you can look at all our cool merch. That's you can visit our Patreon, which is patreon.com Such slash TheMediaLunchBreak, or send us an email at theMediaLunchBreak@gmail.com. at <laughs> gmail.com. Or you can uh, visit our website, which is www.themedialinchbreak.com. Give us a rating or a reviewing on iTunes, SoundCloud, or YouTube. Special thank you to Julie. Thanks, Julie. And uh, let me just tell you, of all the episodes that are coming out, it's making me very excited.
1: Oh, jeez. Don't do that. Don't. Uh, is it somehow? I don't know why. Uh, um, oh, God. it's stupid. But oh man that man is too much money anyway um as Andrew said you can leave a rating and a review and you can leave it right in app at- it actually really helps people find us uh so please do it uh as always though if you leave a five star rating they really don't regulate this shit you can put in whatever kind of review you want honestly this week just give us your thoughts on x and yeah, yeah I just yeah. Really- Just just
0: write whatever, however you spell
1: that out. that's that's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, however you want to spell this out. Go ahead, give it to us one more time. (laughs) There you go. If you want to spell that out for us and just give us 40 of those, that'd be fine. Um, As always, though, uh, so this is, we talked about uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem, and Blue Beetle Metamorphosis. So next week is going to be the best day. Day of the week, the Tuesday news. Yeah, day. Tuesday yeah. news day. And then after that, yeah, and then after that, it's gonna be Blue Beetle the movie. And um, oh my gosh, I already forgot it already. Jeff Lemire, Descendor? Descender, Descender, Descender. Uh, I'm gonna keep doing that, <laughs> even when we talk about it. I'm gonna Descender, do it. Descender. <laughs> um. That being said, in the meantime, if you're like, listen. Blue Beetle is going to be fine whether you two idiots talk about it or not. Talk about this thing that I've been watching or reading or something. I want to hear about that. Send it over to us. If you're a creator that isn't Jeff Lemire, or really, honestly, if you're Jeff Lemire and you want to send us something too, that's totally fine.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't kick that man
1: out of bed for eating crackers. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, Actually, crackers in bed sounds delicious. Yeah, but then you
0: got to clean it up. Uh, no, I don't. I just no. Never in a million years would I yeah. want to do that. Unless it's Jeff Lemire, evidently.
1: Yep. <laughs> but in the meantime, if you were a creator and you made something, you you shot a nope. You Andrew doesn't like when I say that. You filmed a pilot. Uh, you made a, a movie, a short or long uh you wrote a comic anything like that and you want people to hear it you want people to see it you want people to read it you want us to talk about it and point people towards it get some eyes and ears on it send it over to us we're happy to do it we'll do a whole episode on it we've done it before and as god as my witness we will do it again other than that that's it there it is look at that there that that was really simple there wasn't a thing and now there's a thing there's a thing now that's how easy it is there it is my gosh Go out, make a thing, man. It's that easy. Go out and make a thing. It's super simple. Yeah, that's that's all I got, honestly. Trying to keep this one nice and easy, breezy, beautiful cover girl, (laughs) like TMNT. Like TMNT.
0: Tia Minty. Tia Minty. Do you think that? Oh, that would be a great name for a tea. Tia Tea.
1: I thought you were doing like a tea like a like a name, like it's just one last name.
0: Well, I was at first, but then I moved on, Chris. Mm. Come with me on this journey.
1: Okay, tea and mint tea. Is that what you're saying? Oh, it could be, yeah. Tea and mint tea. So like, or maybe the what? name of it is Tien. It's T.
0: That's the brand. Tien mint tea. Mint tea. Oh, I could get behind this. Somebody get me on the phone with Seth Rogen. This is nothing. Oh, this here's is... Seth Rogen. I'm on the phone with oh. him. <laughs> there he is. Good,
1: Thank you. Good. Yeah, that was pretty good.
0: I remember one time somebody told me that I reminded them of Jonah Hill. And I said, no, I don't. I remind you of Seth Rogen. And they were like,
1: yeah. Wow. That's bold of you. I know. I know. That's pretty good to be able to tell someone else who, they, who you remind them of. Yeah. And be right.
0: Yeah. I know who I'm like. I don't look or sound like a Jonah Hill. You
1: know what? You know what? Honestly, get most of the time, people go. I swear, this is the exact phrase they use. People go, "You're like a Walmart Ryan Reynolds," but they put Walmart at the beginning. They make sure to emphasize walmart ryan reynolds
0: see i think you're more like a goldman sachs charlie day
1: (laughs) you son of a bitch i've said this joke before (laughs) what i say it last time
0: i don't what joke what are you talking
1: about i said that i've said that to you before didn't i I say that before
0: i I mean maybe but i have no memory of that goldman sachs charlie day
1: yes no i said Bergdorf goodman charlie day i I said it to you i think this was off
0: mic last time oh but you'll never Ah. be able to prove it so it's my joke Uh, It's mine now. uh, It's in the records. It's in the annals.